Hello, ladies. I want to do kind of a different episode today. You know, this podcast, we're all about educating women how to buy real estate, what the process is, what the different terms mean, what the different phases are, all of that stuff to give you education and confidence. But I haven't actually done an episode since the very first episode where I introduced myself. Like, who am I? How do I know all this stuff? Why you should listen to me? Just like who I am. So this whole episode is going to be kind of like a get to know me, get to know who's behind the microphone, who's talking with you. If you follow me on Instagram, like you know a little bit about me on there, you know, at least what I look like and what I do and all that stuff. But I just thought it would be fun to kind of get to know me because I want to get to know you. I definitely don't want to be just like talking to a microphone in my office to nobody. I definitely want to talk to know who I'm talking to. So when you leave reviews or when you reach out to me on Instagram, it just means the world to me. First of all, it means that like someone out there actually finds my content relevant and wants to buy real estate and women are listening. And I know you are because I see the analytics and statistics of who's listening. And so I know you're listening. But I would just love you if you would say hi, because I'm sure you have questions, comments, things that we can talk about, things that other ladies would benefit from. So anyways, let me get into it. Let's dive into it. I'm going to tell you who I am, personal, business, everything. So my name is Marina Schifferman. I live in San Francisco. I work in San Francisco. I am a realtor. I've been a realtor for about 10 years, San Francisco only, which means I specialize in working with buyers and sellers in the city and county of San Francisco. I've been do I mean like I said, 10 years. Um so I guess I'll start by telling you a little bit of my background and how I got into being a realtor. I was born in Ukraine. Came to America when I was very young via Europe, as I'm sure a lot of my Ukrainian immigrants have the same story. We went to Austria, Vienna, then Italy, then America. And I grew up in Long Beach. I started dancing classical ballet when I was seven. And I loved it. And I got really good at it. And when I was 14, I was accepted to the Kirov Ballet Academy, which was in Washington, D.C. It was like a ballet boarding school for serious ballerinas, people that this was their career and they wanted to be seriously trained. So I went there and I had an amazing time. Got, I mean, I was really talented. I progressed really quickly. And then at the end of my first year, I got diagnosed with a brain tumor in my cerebellum, which is the part that controls balance. So for a ballerina, I felt it right away, right away. It was terrible. So anyways, after that, that kind of ended my ballet career. I went back to California, had surgeries, was in the hospital for weeks. And then I went to normal high school. Don't feel bad for me because I had a great time in high school. 
yes, it was difficult emotionally, like climbing the ladder of becoming a professional ballerina. And that was my dream to like it being taken away and me thrown into like this normal world. But I was young enough that I could, my parents were taking care of me. I was in their house. I was young enough to finish high school. Last two years of high school, I I finished like, and then I went to the University of Arizona, excuse me, in Tucson, had a wonderful time. And then after university, I moved to San Francisco. And a lot of people ask me why I moved to San Francisco if I'm from Southern California. And the reason is I didn't know where I wanted to live, but I firmly believed you pick a place where you want to be and then you grow your life around that. So after I graduated college, I didn't want to do what everybody else did, which was move back with the parents. I wanted to figure it out on my own. Long Beach was just not my vibe at that time. It was too suburban for me. So I traveled around America for three months, went to a lot of music festivals, had a lot of fun. And as soon as I came to San Francisco, it clicked. It it clicked. I know the majority of you ladies listening live in San Francisco right now. It clicked. It was a European city. So beautiful, filled with coffee shops and museums and restaurants and art and public transportation, and beautiful parks, and it's like such a beautiful European city. So I moved to San Francisco. And when I first moved here, my parents didn't think that I was going to last very long time in San Francisco. They were like, I give it three months. You know what? I'm going to get you a furnished rental for three months so you don't go through the hassle of finding an apartment and furnishing it and all that stuff just because I know you need to get it out of your system. That's what they thought. It's been 10 years since I've lived in San Francisco, but I took that furnished rental as opportunity. So the real estate agent that was that deals with furnished rentals, there's a leasing agent that works at a property management company that works with landlords to do furnished rentals. They like manage everything, they furnish everything, they find the tenants and all that stuff. And the real estate agent that helped me find this place his name is James. He's a crucial part of how I got into real estate. So I was living there for three months. I was teaching ballet bar, like it's a bar workout, pop physique, if you're listening. And I was just having fun exploring the city. Real estate was not in my mind yet. And then a At that time, three months had gone by. I was like, I love it here. I'm going to stay here. So I found a room in an apartment and I stayed there for the next, I think, five years. So let's get back to I was teaching pop physique when I first got to San Francisco. About a year into teaching, there was a natural a natural shift in my thinking. It was it was totally natural. I was done with a job. I wanted a career. I wanted to level up and become that like sophisticated, successful, independent woman. I was ready for the next phase of my life, you know, from college kid to traveling around America, going to music festivals, to living with six roommates and not really having a career specialty. I just, it was natural that I felt that. Everybody is different. I felt that I was ready to up-level. So I thought about what I wanted to do. And 
for some reason, real estate just kept coming back to me. But I really didn't know anything about real estate, what it entails to be a real estate agent, the difference between real estate agents. I had no idea. So I just reached out to James and was like, hey, I'm interested in becoming a realtor, real estate agent. I don't even know what I said. I'm interested in doing what you do. Can I shadow you for a couple months while I get my real estate license? He was kind enough to allow me to shadow him. I was like his secretary doing a lot of like secretarial admin stuff, but also accompanying him to a lot of his showings. James was not a traditional residential sales agent. He did not work with buyers and sellers to buy real estate. He was strictly a leasing agent for corporate rentals, but a high-end one. His clients included Giants players that were just here for the season and needed like a really high-end furnished rental for like a few months. Like clients like that. Clients like I was, basically. So I was with him for a year. Well, like a few months shadowing him, got my real estate license, and then started becoming a leasing agent at his property management firm. And about a year after that, it was very obvious that I needed to step it up again. For lack of a better term, I wanted to play with the big boys. I wanted to get out of the little leasing game and into the sales game. And so I did. I found a brokerage at that time that worked for me. And I just made the huge leap into sales. And that is a whole different beast being a sales agent because you need to learn real estate. You need to learn the market. You need to learn contracts. You need to learn how to negotiate. You need to build the confidence to negotiate with other realtors that have been in the game for a long time that are intimidating. You need to have the confidence and the leadership to guide your clients to success. You need to educate them. I mean, there's just so much involved that a little 20-something-year-old girl just into real estate needed time to flourish. So naturally, it was a natural progression that I got a mentor. It was like a wonderful guy named Andrew who had been a realtor for a long time and I had done an open house for him. And and he's like, I'm going to be at the open house, but you can meet any buyers or sellers in that open house. And after the open house, he approached me and said, hey, you need me. I could use somebody on my team. Would you like a mentor? And it was really, really great working with him. I think I worked with him for two or three years. And it took me nine months to do my very first transaction. I also became very interested in owning property during that time. I saw what it could do for people. I saw what an amazing investment real estate was. I mean, real estate is one of the things that you can buy for a certain price. And inexplicably, years later, it's worth so much more, especially in a place like San Francisco. Like inexplicably, prices go up. Inflation, not even inflation. It's just like prices 20 years ago are not the prices today. Billionaires today are going to be different in 20 years. Real estate is just one of those things that grows in value the longer you own it. And that became so appealing to me because also I was like talking the talk. Yeah, let's buy real estate. It's a great investment. Let me help you do it. But I wasn't walking the walk. I was living with six roommates. So Three years after I had been doing real estate, 
it was another natural, like I was ready to up level. It was a natural urge that I didn't want to live with six roommates anymore. I was becoming successful in my career, learning a lot, gaining the confidence and the expertise and the knowledge and having clients. And I didn't want to come home to roommates, roommates for six roommates. I loved them, dear family of mine, but I was ready to up level. I was ready to have a place of my own. Looking at the rental prices in San Francisco, it was astronomical. It seemed crazy. But I was very familiar with the buying world. And I was, it was like, as soon as I saw those rental prices, I was like, wow, I could buy a place and this is my mortgage and I could have roommates and they could pay a lot of my mortgage and I can grow my equity. And it just seems like the smartest thing to do. But I needed a down payment, 20% in San Francisco, minimum 20% not going to play games with you. It's 20%. So I needed an investor. And I knew I couldn't just go to my parents and say, hey, I need, you know, 250 grand. Is that okay? I knew I needed to put together a business plan to give them the opportunity to invest. I want you to hear that, ladies. A lot of ladies, women say they don't, that they need down payment assistance from their family, but they don't know how to ask for it. And you're not asking as, do me this favor. I need money so I can buy a house. Do me this favor. You don't get shit out of it. You don't get anything out of it. You're just giving me money. You need to flip that script because you need to give them the opportunity to invest. So I put together a business plan. I put together a couple of houses that I was interested in. I told them how much their equity would rise, how much we could get in rent. I gave them the benefit of an investment. So they said, okay, we bought our first house. And I had, so we bought my first house. My first house was in the Sunset District, 31st in Judah. I think of it fondly. It was two bedrooms, one bathroom when we bought it. Like a typical Sunset house, you go up the stairs and the living quarters are upstairs. And there's a garage with a whole bunch of wasted space in the garage. Two bedrooms, one bath when I bought it. Lived in one of the bedrooms, rented out the second bedroom to a friend, and embarked on a year-long construction project to add like a master suite in the unused space in the garage. I still had a full car garage, laundry down there, and then I added two bedrooms plus an office, two bathrooms downstairs. You better believe the equity and the value of that house rose as soon as I was done. And during the time that I was remodeling, I happened to get married and we were living in the brand new master bedroom and renting out the two top bedrooms. We lived that way for four years, five years, four years, something like that. Biggest mistake was me selling that house. Don't sell real estate unless you have a good reason to. And I had a good reason at that time. Um, but I should have taken the money out of that house, like grown because my equity had grown. I should have refinanced and put that towards my second house. But instead, I sold that house, put bought my second house and remodeled it. So maybe it worked out. It probably did because I, I had the money to remodel my second house. So that's pretty much how I got into real estate. That's 15 minutes of me chatting about my background and how I got into real estate. Now let's talk about how I am as a realtor now. 
So now, 10 years later, I've been a homeowner a couple times over and a seller. I've been a buyer. I work with multiple 20, 30 buyers every single year, 20 sellers every single year. I've done millions of dollars in real estate sales. I could say that I'm an expert in my field. Um, So if you're looking to buy and sell in San Francisco, like I can absolutely help you in one of the top agents in San Francisco. But we're not not for everybody. I have a team and we're not for everybody and not everyone's for us. You know, most of you are entrepreneurs and a lot of you, you know, your clients, you have to have ideal clients because buying real estate is a very, you know, we're, we're really into each other's lives. I spend a lot of time with you. We talk a lot together. We go visit homes together. We talk about things that are like money offers, negotiations. We're like in it together. We're partners. So we need to fit each other. And a couple of years ago, when COVID first hit, um, it gave me a lot of time to think like what else I want to do? What else is missing? What am I known for really? What do I, What's my niche? Of course, it's first time buyers and sellers, but it's also women, empowering women to buy real estate. I'm all about it. So I created an online course called Learn to Buy Your First House with Confidence because a lot of women just don't know how to get started. They don't know what is buying real estate. So I have like 10 videos in this course, break down the whole process. And like, and then I started this podcast because women don't really have a place they can go to learn about real estate. Yeah, they can ask their partners. Yeah, they can ask their family. Yeah, they can like read on Google, YouTube or whatever. But I'm specifically talking to women here, women who are successful, independent, entrepreneurial, or like high up, making a great living renting and want to get into real estate, don't know how to get started. I'm talking to you because it isn't just totally a masculine space. You can do it in your feminine. You can do it in a way that feels good for you because everything in life involves masculine structure and feminine energy and flow. And I talk a lot about that. So I'm here for you ladies. I'm the realtor for you ladies in San Francisco. Absolutely. You're my favorite clients to work with. So that's a little bit about me. Like I said, please, please, please reach out to me. Like, let me know that you listen to this podcast and you like it. Rate it. I would really appreciate it. And I will talk to you later. Bye.